Hello. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Guess what? We've been singing Les Mis. We've been singing Les Mis. It's been a good time. Bree just gave me a little, a little show. A little free. A little, a little show. A little free. Uh, I used to be really afraid. I was of gonna say karaoke, but it was much better than karaoke. So Thank it was, you. It was a show. I used to be really afraid of singing in front of people close to me, and that. And in the last maybe year has gone away a lot. I was like, not anymore. I used to be terrified. Do you think karaoke's helped? Because you like. No, I could karaoke. That's fine. It feels like it felt like a low stakes situation. Okay, okay, okay. I just, my mom would be like, sing a song because she has my voice. And I was like, I can only do it in a concert setting or on stage. You're like, don't look at me. Basically, I used to have to practice with people by turning around that's that's a thing yeah but yeah. i'm not so afraid anymore i'm i guess i'm i don't put the same amount of pressure on myself because i it's not my job you know it could um, be but before we get too deep into topics my name is brie i'm casey and, and it's a musical is, episode just kidding. No, it's not, not. <laughs> and this is the queen size podcast Woo! and we're on the big comfy couch Heck yeah we are yeah we are we're comfy we're cozy we are chilling. Chilling. We actually had a, f- we were hanging out with one of our friends over uh, over the weekend and she came over to my house and she was like, this is the big comfy couch. She, she was f- like, she had yeah, the realization. Girl. And she was like, of course it is. Yeah. Cause it's big and it's comfy. It's big and it's comfy. And it's a couch. And it's a couch. You know, welcome. Yay. <laughs> All yeah. right. We actually have a topic today. We do. And we're going to talk about it. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, so Brie and I, neither of us have jobs right now. Neither of us have jobs right now. We are fully in the tech unemployment era. Yup. That's where we are. And Ooh. it's not great. It's super lame. I've been, it's been four weeks for me. It going has, on four weeks. Oh, probably wow. About the same for, it's uh, been a little bit longer for yeah, me. Yeah. You're, I think you're right a week before me, probably. S- maybe, maybe six, six. Weeks. Yeah. That yeah. feels about right. Ooh. It's really tough and if you're listening and you work in tech and you are in the marketing or operations space, people ops <laughs> specifically. Keep a lookout. I'm so sorry for you cuz I know that you're feeling what we're feeling. Yeah. It's uh it's been tough. Tough. The market so the context for anyone that's not. So Bree and I met at a tech company here in Omaha. And that's yeah, we kinda, did. We're going to talk about like what it was not, not specifically there either, but just like what it's been like as like plus right. size and working. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. But before, like just for context of what we do, mm-hmm. we're both in tech, yeah. both remote, mm-hmm. um, working for the, you know, these SaaS companies or yep. you were in cybersecurity. I was in cyber. So defense technology, but what's has happened in 2022 and 2023 is these companies have decided they don't want all these people yep. and they hired them all in 2020. And now yep. they are slashing them by the th- hundreds of thousands yep. and it's been rough yep. and specifically, uh, people which is a uh, like uh operations recruiting hr, HR acquisition that team and marketing Always the first to go and marketing mm-hmm. which is what i'm so breeze in the people side i'm yep. on the marketing side uh, specifically like social and comms mm-hmm. and and brand awareness and content those mm-hmm. are the roles that go first yeah so it's been a struggle yes and we're doing okay don't ask us how we are yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna make this like for people who are listening don't ask me us. how my and that know us. Don't ask me how interview is going. Don't ask me how I'm doing in regards to my job. It's not that I am miserable. It's just really stressful already because again, we work in tech, which means our interview process is usually about a month long. Uh-huh. Four weeks. Four weeks. Absolutely. Because we'll like have an intro. 
meet with like, a hiring manager, meet do a project, do a project and meet with leadership. Talk about the project. Yes. It's a whole fucking thing. It's a thing. whole thing. It's a, it's a month long or sometimes more process. And often for Brianna Carradine, I get Which through we'll the get entire into. process and I get rejected. Yeah. At the very end when it's down to me and another person. Yeah. Which is not great when you're thinking it's one thing if I'm getting rejected early because I can think about what I did yeah. that I need to improve. But if you're getting me through the entire process, that means that I was good enough to get through everything. You could have been hired. I could have been hired. Absolutely. There's how do I secure the job is ultimately my that's my issue. Yeah. I don't ever have well right now I am because the market is really trashy but yeah. I usually don't have a hard time getting in the door. Yeah. I have a hard time securing the bag. Yeah. It's rough out here. It's rough. Yeah, this is the first time I've been laid off and it happens in tech all the time and mm-hmm. that is one thing like you know when I got laid off my manager was like this I it's happened to me 3 times yeah. and he's 42 or something. Yep. I'm like it's common and yep. it does happen and usually people bounce back and it's going to be okay. But sometimes it's like there it's okay to ask what if it's not going to be okay. Yeah. And like, I think that's the other thing I'm struggling with of like, everyone's like, it's going to be fine. You're incredible. You're amazing at what you do, which is true. She is. But guess what? A lot of other people are. Yeah. And I think it's so easy. Ooh, the imposter syndrome like really kicks in. Uh huh. Once you start applying at on LinkedIn, when it's like fifteen hundred people have applied, and you're like, "Oh well, mm-hmm. fuck me." Yeah. What's the point? Right. You know. I think for me, this is the second time that yep. I've been laid off. Yep. Um, within the last twelve months. Yes. And the second go around is definitely a lot better than the first time because I knew what to expect. Yes. So. I know exactly what Casey is feeling. Yeah. Uh, I just think that the last time it happened was really hard too, but not as difficult as this time as far as finding jobs that fit my specific skill set. Because obviously they're laying off all of the HR people and recruiting people. Yep. They're not hiring them back. Exactly. So, and that's where my my world fits and while i could do hr work other places my specialty is employee experience and people operations in tech spaces yeah remote tech spaces specifically yeah Yeah. and my work doesn't necessarily always translate into an in-office place also i mean i'll be honest i don't want to exactly (laughs) i've worked for a very long time to get where i am and i know the place that i want to be and i just cannot imagine having to make a lot less money yeah. in an office. Yeah, that is true. I think uh, you're 100% right. And it's like, you know, once you get a taste of, I mean, not even a taste, we've been doing this for years now yeah. of like remote life and understanding that this is how it should be. Yep. Why would you want to go back? Like, right. there is no reason. Yeah, I think I it's going to be okay. And, and it's But it's also, you know, I'm like, dang, I've put almost 10 years into my life, into this career that yep. I've, truly especially the i would say since covid like the past three companies i've worked for put my heart and fucking soul into it i was at the company i just got laid off i was working 65 to 70 hours i was doing five people's jobs yeah and so now i'm just like what's the point Mm -hmm. what was the point oh my god yeah you know so it's just like hmm fuck capitalism fuck capitalism (laughs) fuck it fuck it but also we needed to survive so it's like what's next and it's like, of course, we're hopefully going to find something that's going to be okay. But also, yeah. it's like, maybe I won't. 
Okay. So if you're hiring, what does that mean? <laughs> if you're hiring, um, let us know. <laughs> but anyway, Anyways. but so I think you know I think it's good to be can- capitalism. But I think it's job. good to be candid with like where we're at yeah. and just like that's kind of where our mindset is, especially going to this episode of like right. talking about work. You know that doesn't mean we're free agents and mm-hmm. we talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. When it comes to the workplace. And if I say something offensive, don't worry, I would never in your office. So. Never, never. <laughs> no, I think yeah. What's it like being fat in the workplace? <laughs> uh, Just kidding. It's different. <laughs> Shocking. We have so many stories. I think that maybe that's one of my, on not my exclusive, like, number one, but on my list of why working from home is a much better environment for me. Yeah. Because I don't have to worry about certain things. Yes. One, the chair that I have to work in. Yep. Those are pre-given to us. Navigating around spaces, just being so true fat so true i again we are very confident and happy people with who we are yeah but it is hard not to especially for me because i have an anxiety disorder as already but like sometimes when i'm doing something i'm just thinking about what people are seeing when i'm doing something yeah so if i'm in an office say for example the place where we met and i'm going to grab a soda out of the fridge i have a million things telling me that maybe i shouldn't be grabbing this soda yep because someone's gonna judge me for drinking a pop at two o'clock in the afternoon uh, whenever whenever and mostly drinking alcohol to be honest exactly you know. i don't drink alcohol and i'm not Same. thinking anything and honestly no one was probably thinking about me either. No, of course not. But that's not what my brain is telling yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and especially so like the before COVID. So when did you start? 2019? Uh-huh. February 2019. Uh-huh. I remember this because I looked at, I did our new hire photos for every month on oh, yeah. social. So oh, I yeah. remember everyone's full. My background was yellow and I looked incredible. You look great. And you had three other people in your hiring class. Yeah, we had a really small class. I- <laughs> These are the things I remember. <laughs> this one's, I don't remember movies I've watched or what I did yesterday, but I remember these <laughs> things. You remember there were four people in that hiring class on February. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So this was pre-COVID and we were in an office and it, and we should say when we say office, we were in a stall, small startup in Omaha yeah. that was very like silicon valley 2012 vibes so like yeah. i feel like the midwest was just like a few years behind what like the coasts were doing 100 so when the coasts were already starting to go to remote before covid mm-hmm. we were just now like getting scooters and dogs right yeah so we weren't just in like cute we had no cubicles it was open air like the the our chief product officer and founder sat at the end of a desk with everyone else yeah and it and our CT everyone just like sat and yeah. we were literally in an abandoned grocery store we were in three different buildings we were in, but this is the one that I think yeah. that where we were in it where yes. it was the most open where it was literally one floor a giant square room mm-hmm. where you could see everyone doing like you could just watch everyone all day all day which let's be honest was so not good for productivity and people who walked by could see us because we were downtown and it's it's not like the most popular area of downtown but people were always walking around so like there was absolutely this fear even i maybe you and i were like thinking about it because like one you have an anxiety disorder but two like we're both fat Mm -hmm. and like and you literally would get up and everyone, you just got to look, right? Yeah. Like, even if you don't mean to look at them, you're like, oh, what's that person Whenever that someone person gets doing? up and does something, I'm going, Very squirrely. oh, where are they going? And I'm not judging what they're doing, but my eyes are attracted to the things that are moving around a hundred percent so it makes sense for you and i would feel the same way i literally would ne- there were so many snacks there were so many snacks in this place we had snacks for days we yeah. had 
endless pop every LaCroix so you could think much of candy I never took any of it really ever oh ever we are not the same I, be, I would t- like do a pop mm-hmm. occasionally but like I truly was like people are gonna like think I'm a fat fucking bitch because I'm eating Cheetos like truly I would when everyone else was like fully taking bags, bags. Of- <laughs> people were stuffing their bags like with all of the stuff that they could get like and of course nobody cared it wasn't a big deal it was a part of it was a benefit that we were giving in our work culture yeah, to yeah, have yeah, these yeah. things. I would like have my friends grab candy like for me, like always make an excuse. Oh, I'm, I'm busy. Can you just grab me a few things so that it doesn't look like I'm the one getting 100%. up there and getting it. Yeah. 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 There mm-hmm. were these giant, yeah. Um, glass or I think about jars the, of oh, candy, yeah. G- giant glass jars of candy. Literally. It was just never ending. Yeah. So then also we were, they catered lunch for us. What? Three times a week, three times a week, twice a week, three times a week, three times a week. Three that times was crazy. Week. Yeah. Um, but it was another thing where like, I'm sure you felt the same way. I was like overly, I would overthink how much food am I taking? Am I taking too much food? Are people looking at how much I'm eating? Yep. Don't be eating this much. Don't yep. eat everything on your plate. Like yep. at all times. I think I probably was eating candy so much <laughs> because I wasn't filling up my plate. Uh, honestly you're and like i, I need like, these cheetos oh, to survive i'm just gonna get a, sc- a small scoop of this and oh, wow a salad that sounds great oh my god there was always salad there was always, always salad. salad spinach always salad. spinach leaves i was oh. like i'm good <clears throat> i'm good it yeah. was it was a stressful i mean it was a stressful time just to like be fat in that space especially and maybe people don't think about it but tech is so trendy yeah um yes we may have been behind but it was one of the coolest places to oh work uh, no we it was the coolest omaha. place to work in omaha like and hands for, down it, people would walk by or see our pictures or see stuff and be like wow that's so dope it was absolutely incredible. i was i'm just saying in no i know i know what now you that mean. we're in but I'm, that but we I'm, work for I'm, these coastal cities yeah but no, what, you're I'm, right. what i mean in general is just that like it was uh trendy and cool and everyone looked so like fun and everyone edgy also and everyone knew each other's business everyone knew each other's business and like you mentioned we took these headshots at the beginning yeah. so our pictures were all over shit and you especially and me because you're, you're black <laughs> uh let's just say it <laughs> We struggled with diversity. I, make, I think. Uh, what's I think. Funny is, I can make jokes about it, but Casey actually did the marketing, so she can <laughs> confirm. I can fully confirm, <laughs> and I don't think anyone that was at this company will deny that that was something that was not not great. Not that great. Our not diversity great. was not good. We and one of the reasons why Casey and I became friends is because we started to take notice of that, and yeah. we're a part of the crew of people who started doing. DE and I work within the company. Um, she was doing diversity, a lot of equity, for, and inclusion. Yeah, thank you. She you. was doing the marketing stuff for it, and I was running one of our employee resource groups. Yeah, and yeah, my face was my face is actually still on the customer still service on, page. Oh, it's still on the website. It's still the homepage. <laughs> I haven't worked there since twenty 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 or twenty 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 one. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I am still on there. Actually, my hairdresser was like, because her website's on Flywheel, she was like, I went to ask customer service a question, and look who's here. And I was like, are you serious? You're literally on the homepage. Yeah. I know. Because I, the, know. I mean, if I'm still there and I haven't worked there in two years, that means they never addressed the problem, right? They Absolutely. They never did shit about well, it. Well, and so, but but back to what you're saying, like, it it was everything was branded everything was intentional yes everyone that worked there had a we all had our own mini brands like yeah. it was we 
cared a lot yeah we cared a lot and mm-hmm. so it was just like all eyes felt like they were on us at all times it's actually a comment that i made to um people one time about uh, diversity in general and i not only just like f- f- race diversity but i thought sorry not only just about like race diversity but i was thinking about like body diversity too like yeah the one of the reasons why the company wasn't so diverse is because i looked at that company and thought there's no way that anyone would hire someone like me yeah and i, felt I was way. wrong there was no other obviously fa- i mean other like truly right. very few N- fat very people. few fat people was like me and you yeah and one of our followers <laughs> um and <laughs> our founder one of our founders our founders yeah um one of our founders and there were like there was like two black guys and, and me and so when yeah. I first saw the company, I was like, there's no way they're going to hire me Yeah, because I don't look like any of these people. And these people look like the coolest kids in town. Yes. And I told them that I was like, you're not attracting diverse people because that's what you're putting out. Yeah. Nobody did anything to change it, of course. But yeah. that's just what it's I was really, like. The it's image interesting. was. It's interesting. And I think I think the response to that was, oh, she doesn't see people like her. Let's put her oh. everywhere. Oh. <laughs> well, Brie, we figured it out. Brie, you, you do it. You do it. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. You yeah. have, you guys have no idea. I loved my time at that company because yeah, it gave me yeah. some of my really great friends. It taught me so much about working in the tech space and it helped introduce me to the career path that I am on now. Same. Yeah. And so if there wasn't a diversity problem, I wouldn't have started working in DE&I and people operations. A hundred percent. That's true. Um, That's true. So, uh, and I was gifted a lot of leeway with doing what I thought was best, which helped me learn so much. So I am really grateful. I remember I was running an ERG and uh, we had to have corporate sponsors and mine was one of the founders who we actually happened to go to the same high school. um, And he was just like so trusting in me. I mean, aren't you two the same age? No. Me and Rick? No, he's older. He's older. He's He's not that much older than us. Well, he was a senior when I was a freshman. Okay. So, yeah, his, barely. His sister and I were in the same grade. Okay. Rick was homecoming king. <laughs> I was homecoming queen. I love that. Oh, my that. God. Cute. I was not <laughs> royal. I love that. Um, I did win Best Actress in Senior Superlatives. So. I mean, Whatever. I would be gagged if you did it. <laughs> I would have had a r- start to riot. <laughs> but um, he was i i was really intimidated by even asking him to do that yeah. with me but he also went to my high school and so i knew he understood like diversity yeah. a little bit because For we sure. went to a very diverse school, school. and he was I, one of the things he said to me that made me know that he was the right person was he was humbled that i i would ask him because he didn't think that he was the right person yeah but he was going to support me to do all of the right things yeah and which there's two sides to that. Like, thank you for saying that. That's really great. But also who the fuck else am I supposed to ask? All of our leadership is pretty white. Uh, I mean, (laughs) well, and that's just a takeaway of tech, right? Yeah. Like it's not exclusive to this company. It's tech. I think what, and Omaha doesn't get an excuse because, but I will say like, it's the same in New York and San Francisco, which is way more diverse as a city. Yeah. It's still full of fucking white men. Yep. Leading these companies to failure. Yeah. I mean, I can say that to the company that I was just laid off by fully ran by men that do not know what they're doing. Oh my God. And I'm, and it's just like, what is uh, these? Like they're given millions, millions, some are given billions, yeah. millions of dollars and say, go play in the sandbox. Hopefully it works. 
no accountability. Yeah. And uh, they say, oh, sorry. We fucked with your lives. Yeah. You got to go. You got to go. The it company, didn't work out for us. The company I worked at before this most recent one that I was laid off on, she dissolved the business mostly because she is currently running for office in Texas. So if you're in Texas and you want to vote for someone that's not Ted Cruz, vote for Heli Rodriguez Perlman. Do it. But she was my boss and we had a company together. Yeah. And I learned so much from her just as a female founder about the shit that she's had to deal with. And she posts stats now. In 2022, 0.5% of people venture who were capital. Venture, like, was given to women. Yeah, that sounds very correct. 0.5. I wonder if th- that money, how well it's doing now. Exactly. Compared to all the other money that's exactly. being dished out. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. It's insane. But and unfortunately, just... we love working at tax basis. Well, and it's like, <laughs> because, like what else are you can't beat them, join them, right? Yeah. Like fuck capitalism. But also we don't have any other choice because yeah. we need to survive. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, anyway. And so I think my point earlier was now that I work from home, I can I don't have to worry about adding on the additional stress of feeling self-conscious about my own body yeah. in a workspace. And yeah. that maybe that's not exclusive to fat people. I am certain that everyone has some sort of self-conscious way of thinking about themselves at work around other people. Not everyone, but lots You're of right. people. No, well, and even like, you know, we're talking about this space. So this space where we would go eat lunch was also the same space where we had our weekly uh monday morning meeting <laughs> yeah it was in a basement yeah no it was not accessible no like if someone was dis- a disabled person could not work at flywheel no they could they they're like the well, there were stairs they can they could only work in customer support and they would never be able to go to flywheel underground they, it, they weren't welcome in the spaces mm-hmm. and like you know i'm sure disabled people would see that and mm-hmm. just like then so then these monday morning meetings we have we sat on these chairs that were literally the worst folding chair you can think of everyone knows these are bad chairs i'm not this is a universal fact i'm Uh not dragging flywheel no they know these chairs were truly made out of toothpicks basically (laughs) and we were asked to sit we'd be in them for an hour at least and then we'd have a meal with them so we're basically in these chairs for two hours yeah but these chairs were straight up sardine packed yeah and like i remember i would literally go early to sit on the end and Mm -hmm. hope no one sat next to me and then my friends always would because there was like my sweet little marketing team would want to sit by me i'm like girl you don't need to sit by me give me a space give me a space i (laughs) wouldn't go very often because i was on at the time i was on the customer support team and we were 24 7 so we all couldn't just get up and leave i would just stay and stream it on zoom oh my god that space was so crazy crazy. but yeah just the you know it's like yeah, we've got beer and we got dogs. You can work whenever you want. But what about like, can I go down the stairs? Right. Will I feel welcome in this space? Right. Like that. Imagine And I though, think people are shift like, and that's since 2020, COVID, George Floyd, everything that's yeah. happened. People are now asking these questions. Yeah. We don't give a fuck about your beer and your food. Right. We want to be paid well and to make sure that like you care about us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway. They did. But, well, but to be fair to like the accessibility of the building they were picking up pieces because we were growing and eventually they moved into a much more accessible building kind of not kind of the accessibility kind of moved in yeah (laughs) it was a weird time because unfortunately we were so excited i remember the excitement about moving into this revamped old building in north downtown it was so cool so cool cool. and our move-in date was around march march 2020 (laughs) and so 
we for many of us because 2020 happened and people started changing their mind around their workspaces and our company was acquired by a larger company yep not that wasn't in omaha that wasn't in omaha yep we all a lot of people ended up leaving that company and never working in this space that we were watching being crafted yeah that we were told about for two years two years Ah, oh, poor one We've out for the Ashton. There. I know. We looked, we saw pictures. We wore hard hats. There are, of course, <laughs> large photos of me in the building. <laughs> one of our friends literally just posted was like, Bree, do you want that photo of you? Of They're I finally do. taking it down. Of course I yeah, do. Yeah, that needs to go right above your TV. Oh, yeah. Or Absolutely. right here. Or right here. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. And You're like, it's me. It's me. This is my apartment. It's like a four foot by four foot canvas yeah. of you. Why wouldn't you want it? Exactly. Like, don't destroy me. <laughs> um, but like we I I worked in there maybe once and it was for a going away thing for yeah. one of my friends and yeah. then I never worked there again. I did Space you ever work was in so there? So cool. Never. Yeah. I, I I had been in there for some shoots. We did some shoots right. in twenty twenty where we had to meet and we masked up and everything. But yeah. I think that's also just an insight into what the startup world is like yeah. and the insight of like we do choose this we choose to be in tech. Absolutely. And this is the con. Yeah. Like, you know, it's scrappy. People are figuring the fuck out. It doesn't always work out. Right. You get laid off. Right. It's like, but the pros seem to outweigh it. But yeah. it's just, ugh, it's exhausting. It's like all this to say too that like, I really do love the tech space in the sense of, especially the startup space, because there's so much passion with the people who work there. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. Innovative. You feel like you're getting in on the ground floor of something really spectacular, whether it works out or not. You have this energy that is surrounding you from the people that you're working with. Yeah. That just is unmatched to any other type yep. of working space, yep. which is one of the, re- it's like a high. It's one of it the is. reasons why I keep going back to it. It's I, f- while this current situation sucks, yep. I can't imagine not going back to another place that's figuring it shit out. No, I agree. Well, and that's, I, uh, whether I'm in an interview, whether I'm talking to someone, I always say I do my best work when I'm stressed. And yeah. like, that's what startups do for me. It is a high. And like, you know, maybe that's problematic of just like the way I work. That's but your, that's your higher line. I do my best work when I'm stressed. Yeah. Mine is, um, I not always, my higher line, but it is one that's just like, it's the truth. Yeah. I always say, I always like to be of service to people in any way that I can. There we go. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Thank well, you. and I mean, I think for like, I mean, I literally work in PR and comms and social mm-hmm. and like literally I'm doing crisis comms mm-hmm. whenever I can. I'm like, I need to be stressed or yeah. I'm not going to do a good job. Right. So and when you work in people ops. It's ba- it's HR for tech babies. Yep. And you just have to always. That are baby- babies. Yeah. Babies. babies. We need our people. Yeah. We need our people team. I am perfectly content holding your hand through everything you need to do. We need I, it. it. does not bother me. And oh, so that's I miss why. my IT guy from Netlify. It was Aww. so sweet. He did everything for me, Mike. Amazing. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But yeah. Yeah. So we're both hunting. We're both, we're both on both the hunting. hunt. Yeah. We're both looking. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I feel like. I will, I think one, I'm getting in my head because it's been four weeks and just like not yeah, a lot of working out, but then I'm starting to get in my head. I'm like, cause you know, like my portfolio and my resume and my photos in it. I'm like, do people not want to hire me cause I'm fat? And I'm assuming, I want to assume that's not going to be what's happening, but I'm like, I don't think that's what's happening, but I do. But there's I a, there's a reason for it but to be in the back exactly, of my mind. But it's exactly like me thinking I can't get up and get a fucking pop. Exactly. Like, it lives in my mind because of the rest of the world has told me exactly that I am unworthy. Well, and I was also reflecting. I've only been hired by women. And I think that's telling. I've only been hired by women. Oh, my God. Think about it. 
What are you? Same. Well, I mean, I guess it really depends. I was hired by Heli. Um, my last boss was a woman. Who hired you at Flywheel? Well, my recruiter was Lauren. Okay. And my, I mean, technically the hiring manager was Dan, but okay. Dan is one of the coolest it's people cool. to ever. He's an Allen. Oh, he's, he's an Allen over at Ken. He's an Allen over at, oh my <laughs> God. Dan, I know that you're listening. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to bleep out your last name because it's just rude, but you are an Allen over at Ken and that is the best compliment I can give any man. It's true. He is one of the best people well, and I just, in that's, the world. That's when I was real. I was like, oh, only women have hired me. Mm-hmm. And I and then I we've either been acquired or I've been handed over to other teams or I've switched Ugh. managers. Yeah. And then I work for men and they tend to love me. Yeah. But I guarantee you they would never hire me. Yeah. I don't think a man will ever hire me. Like I'm gonna stay. I believe that because I think. So are men you gonna hate start women. researching teams more to see? I mean, when I should say mm-hmm. there tend to be more women in the specific sector of marketing I'm in. So that is important to say. There tend to be more but, women in. HR and people exactly. ops, period. But I really do think there's a correlation of, I mean, we know this, men hate fat women. Yeah. Men hate women. They hate fat <laughs> women. They hate fat women out loud, but they love to fuck us in private. Um, That's its own episode. That's its own episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's the truth. This is the workplace episode, this but you know exactly tea. what I mean. This is the tea. Yeah. So, any, I've just, uh, now that I've had four weeks to think about it, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this brain. Yeah. So, yeah. I I don't know. I think that we mentioned this earlier, but I think that m- my image is also on my portfolio, and I think that it sometimes gets me in the door. I That's why mine's on there, too. I'm like, I'm fun. Yeah. Like, I'm fun. I'm adorable. I'm black. Look You're at your black. stats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, a sh- it's a shitty thing to say, but sometimes companies are struggling with diversity and they know if they just have one hire, someone will stop talking. Yeah. And I put my picture out there so that I could hopefully be that one hire. That's true. And hopefully make significant change within the company when I get there. Yeah. But right now, in order to survive, I will be your first token. Fair Sounds enough. real shitty. Yeah. But this is the tech professional world. And well, use it to your advantage. I have to use it to my advantage to get ahead. And should. then the way that I've always thought about life, and when I did employee resource group stuff at Flywheel, I will always do what I can to get more people in the door. Always. Well, and that's just it. Once you hire, if you just, you know, wow, let's give the white men a pat on the back because they hired a black woman. Right. But guess what? That black woman is going to bring in so much more diversity. So much more. And they actually think about it. Yeah. So, but, and, you know, there is this phrase of like, it's everyone's job to recruit. I, if that was true, like there would be more diversity, but okay. You know, I'm just like, that's such a bullshit line. It's a bullshit line. <laughs> no. And it's like, there's only one and, company. I think people like to say me. that. And then also like to be like, we care about diversity. I'm like, mm, do you, we see the pictures. We see, the, I, we I, see, we see that company photo. We see it. I know you don't think we I'm do. I'm not trying to burn bridges with people that I know, but look at your photos, please. And tell me, does it look like the landscape of the city you live in or just your neighborhood? Mm. Just, I, I, it, it actually drives me crazy. I mean, I think sometimes. that's actually really good advice for you. You're not dragging anyone. That is a good advice for every company. Thank you. And I mean, and this is, I, this is something we went through when I was social, like running our social, mm-hmm. when we post a photo of all men. Yep. 
almost all white interns. Yeah. And oh, I was like, yeah. y'all, this is not a good idea. But we posted it anyway. Yep. And people were pissed. And it opened but, up a lot of conversation around what hiring looks like in Omaha. Yeah. In tech spaces. Yeah. And it was needed. So, anyway. <laughs> I just want people to know. And I just, I don't know, because Casey and I met at this company together that Absolutely. we worked at. So we're talking about a common experience about this one company, but all of our experience is not exclusive to this one company. No. So we don't have to like, I and don't want anyone to think that we're talking negative about it because I do know that a lot of the people yeah. who listen to us came from that space because that's how we came together. Absolutely. Right? And also and it was just a mo- we modeled it after whatever, like what other companies were doing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's a, it's a gl- like a, systemic issue yeah it's absolutely not there's one yes. company from omaha nebraska no there no, are no, no. several companies from all i think we're talking about our United experience States. but we know it mirrors everyone else everyone else's yep. exactly exactly it doesn't it and again like you know we you worked for a company in texas i or where was that where was no dc that was a dc company yeah i worked for a company in sf we worked for a company in austin mm-hmm. it's all the same yeah it's all the same yeah and it's like, we're just, we're trying. At the DZ-based company that I was just recently let go from, there were two black people who worked there when I left. And now there's just one. Yeah. And he's an IT guy. He's yeah. really great. I would say maybe 10% of our company was people of color at, in San Francisco. Yeah. One of which the most insane. diverse cities in the country. Yeah. Which is the most diverse country in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, not great. Says a lot. Says a lot. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, no. We could spend hours talking about how much we love where we worked, but that's not what this episode was about. Yeah. You know. And we're so grateful for the experience we got. And, I think and the people we met. We're also just stressed right now. Like, <laughs> this is a really stressful we're, time to not have work. Yeah. We're both fortunate enough to be, like, okay financially for a few months. Yeah. But not forever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we, I would rather not spend all of my savings on existing. Mm-hmm. I would rather just keep adding to it. Yeah. But right now, we're in this place where the market that we're working in is, it's just impossible. It's tight to find a job and everyone else is feeling that we have thousands upon thousands of people in our actual jobs looking for the same jobs that we are. I know. And a big part of the tech space, unfortunately, which is a big part of a lot of spaces. It's a lot about who, you know? Oh yeah. Yep. And I have exhausted a lot of my resources as much as possible. Yep. I don't have the same level of connections as someone else might have. Exactly. And that sucks. And also that's, I mean, not to bring up Chicago, but, Ugh. but trash. I do think it's uh, getting a taste of working for San Francisco and yeah. seeing the connections that can be made. Yeah. Being in a bigger city helps. Like even if we're remote, yeah. the, just having access to more companies and more people and all that. And I just think that's, although there is an incredible tech community here in Omaha, I feel like I've outgrown it mm-hmm. and I'm just like, and it's time for me to, but you know, we'll see. You know what? Yeah. But you've also been doing it for 10 years. I mean, I've been in tech for five. Oh, what were you doing before I've been that? in tech for five and then I was in sports marketing oh, yeah, and then yeah, I've yeah. done some agency work Fair. and all of that. Yeah. But Still, I've, I feel very at home in tech. And I but feel you've, like, you've been in your field for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I've only been in my field for three. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But here you are. I went on a long journey to figure out what I wanted to do. 
And you made it here. And I always tell that story in my interviews, and that's why that's one of the reasons people put me ahead. They they love. Th- I'm a storyteller. People really enjoy hearing me. Oh yeah. Tell oh, a story. My higher line is I love to tell stories. I love to tell the stories of products through the eyes of the people who make it. Oh. You like that? Yes. It's a good line. My higher line is I love to create work environments where people not only feel seen and safe, but that they can grow and succeed and be their best selves. I'd hire us. I'd hire us. <laughs> Why that's, don't- just it. that's what's frustrating with the connections. It's like yeah. actually sometimes I think being connected is problematic because you bring in people. I've, I've seen it on both at the last company I was at people got brought in that should not have and yeah. it's because they knew people and I think that's the other frustrating thing like mm-hmm. there are people that are being passed on solely because they don't know someone and it's like I guarantee you yep. I will do better work so many companies are reference based like, I know it's like let me just talk to you I promise yes I promise I don't care if they know Joe from 20 years ago yes like it's and you know I unfortunately most of the connections I've made are people who went through month-long interview process with me loved me adored me of told me themselves yeah. didn't hire me but wanted to keep in touch with me for future opportunities and they meant it when they said it mm-hmm. but they aren't hiring fast enough for what i, I need <laughs> like i know i would love to like one place that i interviewed with not that long ago probably at the top of me being unemployed was like we love you We just, this job right now is so operations focused, but we want to hire an employee experience person and you would be perfect. And I'm like, that's so nice. But also what, what, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that info? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You have no timeline to give me on when that's going to happen. And so it could happen tomorrow. It could happen next year. Exactly. So it's not, that's the other, people are like 2024, it's going to look up. I'm like, that's six months away. That's six months away. Okay. (laughs) And also, not to add to your stress level, but this is the same stress that I dealt with literally last year. Exactly. Um, the holiday hire time is going to be trash. If oh, you don't absolutely. get hired um, somewhere by October. mid-October, you're it's fucked until 2024. It's true. Yep. Which I said to myself, and then I got a job, and I started it on, like, December 14th. That is, you know what? That's also true. It's like, you know, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It really, whether we stay in tech or not, whether we change careers, it's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. Yeah. We're actually just going to be fine. Yeah. It, you <laughs> yeah. Know, and we can say that because we're going through we're, it. We can say it because we're going but through it. But don't tell me I'm going to be fine. don't tell me I'm going to be fine because don't. you actually <laughs> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Someone hire us. We're really fun to work with. You can be on the podcast if you. One of the many perks. One of the many perks of having us as coworkers. (laughs) One time I interviewed recently, and he was like, "Oh, you have a podcast," and then he followed it, and then I didn't get hired. (laughs) That was so weird. I hope he didn't like listen to it. It Was like I don't think that he actually like there's no way. That's hilarious. Anyway, he hears me if he did. Love that. Love that. Hate that. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's what's going on with us. Yeah. And just kind of where our mind's at. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good. To talk we still have about. a little bit more time. So I'm just going to bring up a, um, a small thing that I thought of the other day because lately I've been trying to write down all of my little thoughts Amazing. and that have that are random that I just want to say out loud. Please and do. that is if we had superpowers in this world and they went to men, we'd be fucked. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Say that again? If superpowers were real. Okay. And men had them, we'd be fucked. I just think In about what the way? I just think about how, the actual world that we watch. How much worse would it be? I just think about the actual world that we watch. We're I, I mean I'm a Marvel bitch, right? And sure. I love DC stuff. These who who are the people who have powers? 
Iron Man. Iron Man. Captain America. He's from a different time. You think he's not racist? Oh, no, I absolutely I don't is. think that Steve Rogers that we've seen on in the movies is racist. I think if Steve Rogers were real, I'd love he'd to be see racist. Oh shit. I would love to see Marvel. I'd love to see Iron Man as the actual problematic capitalist that he is and not charming. I'd love yeah. to see Steve Rogers as a literal 1940s racist white man. Yeah. I'd I, like I to mean, see I Thor. Thor already is like this misogynist, but he's funny. It's like it's funny, like a true terrible person. I'm yeah. like, let's bring the bad out in these. Kids. I don't. They're not. Maybe are they heroes? I mean, have you seen the TV show The Boys on Prime? Oh, that's that's, that's exactly that's what it is. is basically. Oh, I've I've heard about it. Yeah, I watched it's it. like if superheroes were real in this life, and they were given the celebrity status that, that they so have, true. how they would really ruin the world like the marvel characters even dc characters we get to watch we don't actually get to see the actual effects that something like that would have on like the real world but if that were true in the world that we live in it would be more like the tv show the boys we would be fucked especially women Absolutely. they would use their power even more than they already do because they have literal <laughs> physical power i know it's bad it's but bad. what if women had superpowers and i think the world would be a better place absolutely speaking of oh, watch wait. the tv show the power on prime also, which is all women start getting this electricity in their fingers yeah and um men get really scared and they start to try to regulate their bodies um, and it turns to, it's really, i wonder what that really, can mean you should watch it um also do oh, no. we have any opinions on the aliens oh <laughs> no <laughs> we're like we're trying to find jobs we're trying to put food it's on the table we can't worry about the aliens i just i'm like well duh <laughs> i just love how almost as an entire society we're like okay all of the <laughs> tweets after they did like that press conference talking about it were like okay thank you can i can you tell me how i'm gonna be able to pay my rent this week are the aliens gonna help with student loans like, I mean, if they're really, if there were aliens that like have been watching Earth for a long time, I wouldn't want to come here. Ew, yeah, no. Why would you want from us? We've already drained the Earth of all of its fucking mi- minerals. You know, there was this and resources. There's this girl on TikTok who I think her dad is some head of defense shit, and he oh, she said, "My dad told me not to say this online, but I really feel like I need to talk about it." <laughs> She's like, "I actually think the aliens have known of our existence forever. Like, Absolutely. of course, like they're they everything has been said that their technology is far more advanced than ours, and I think that they came here for a purpose, and that their purpose is climate change, and they're going to do something to fix it because if you think about the universe, it's possible that." one deteriorating planet could affect the livelihood oh of everything God. around it. <gasps> and so Greta they're going to come an here alien. to Not try Greta Gerwig, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Thunberg. Greta Gerwig might be too, but <laughs> they're like, they're coming on this planet to fix it so that it doesn't <laughs> affect the rest of the fucking galaxy. <laughs> We are Whoa. the we Whoa. are the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god, we would we would ruin the universe. We would ruin for the everyone. Universe. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I was like, girl, you <laughs> might be, girl, you might be right. We need to get our shit together. How but embarrassing! That means, but if that means they're gonna fix climate change in a hopefully non Thanos related way, then yeah, no. go ahead. But also, if that's what happens, I don't want to be. Can I just be a part of the snapped? That's all I ask. You want to be a part of the snapped? Absolutely. Honestly, dude, it makes me think, not me comparing this to being laid off, but I've been on both sides of being laid off. I've been on the side of, 
we got rid of half the team and you are staying and I've since been on the side of you are going I sometimes think it's harder to stay I think it's harder to stay sometimes to like have to pick up the pieces yeah. and figure the fuck out yeah but imagine that with your entire life in the world just snap me <laughs> yeah I guess you're right <laughs> Also, that's just my mindset. Maybe in a different day, I would not want to be snapped. But today, I think I would like that. I hope that there's no snap. So I think that's really my takeaway from this is that there's no snap. That we're just going to be okay. (laughs) Or can the aliens just take us? Can we go? I'll go. What's going on up there? Honestly, yeah. What are you guys doing? Do you guys like fat people? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? We've got some for you. <laughs> uh, so interesting. Yeah. So interesting. But I just love that everyone's like, okay, and <sighs> fix our shit. Yeah. Like eggs cost six dollars. Eggs cost six dollars. <laughs> I don't. Are they lowering prices? Because that's the only answer I need right now. Yeah, we're like until we see some some hard evidence. Yeah. What can we do? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> But anyways, we went on a whole work tangent, but we ended it in the jovial way that we do. Superheroes and aliens. Is it jovial? I literally just said I want to be snapped out of existence. I also said, we're like, that's fun. I also said if superpowers were real, men would kill all the women. So That's a wrap. But we're laughing, so um, for more content like this, follow us on our Instagram. For more uh, inspiring takes. <laughs> Should we do more on our Instagram? Probably. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'll leave it up to our I love marketing it. person. I know. I'm sorry. I'm str- okay. Have you not listened to the past hour? I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, follow us at Queen Size Podcast. Feel free to rate us anything five stars or above. Amazing. <laughs> please. 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 It's all we have. If this could be our full-time jobs. We'd be okay. Oh my god, we need to end. We need to end. This is unhinged. Bye, guys. Yeah, love you.